You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And on this podcast, we talk all about the hot wife, cuckold, and BBC lifestyle. And my objective is to separate fact from fiction as much as I can. Um, So today I'm actually joined uh, in studio uh, by a wonderful couple who I've gotten to know um, over the past few months. And um, they are a, I guess you would consider them to be a stag vixen couple. So uh, let me introduce you to Chris and Taylor. Why don't you guys say hi? Hello. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> okay. Now, just to give my, my listeners an idea, um, how long have you two known each other? We've known each other for 12 years now. Okay. And you've been married for? We've been married almost six. Okay. Now, I know that it's not good form to ask a woman this question, but f- I know my listeners want to know how old are you both? So I am 28. And I'm 30. Okay. All right. So I, I remember you guys telling me you were kind of like high school sweethearts. Yep. And, okay. We get a, I get a lot of those <laughs> on, on, on here. I, I, I never get tired of hearing that, of people who've been together for that long. But it, it makes it kind of interesting, I guess. And I want to start with you, C. When did you first become aware that this lifestyle was even a thing? Like, not not, not even the lifestyle, just hey, I'm not a jealous kind of guy. Why does this thought excite me when it drives other guys, like it pisses other guys off? Like when did that first start to dawn on you? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I One, I don't even think that T knows the answer to, but... Uh, well, she's about to find out. <laughs> yeah, find out. I think actually it probably stems back to my first long-term girlfriend, high school girlfriend, um... We were together for quite a while, like in high school, most wow. of all, all of our freshman year. And towards the end of it, um, we ended up, uh, I ended up going out of town for spring break and I don't know, kind of on the rocks and came down to the fact that uh, she ended up cheating on me when I was out of town. And I came back and like was hearing a lot of hearsay and everything else and um, just the outrage of emotions at the time were like so there it was so emotional um uh, but then getting to think about it, I was like uh, that's actually I don't know kind of hot like thinking about her being with somebody else and then like I had seen you know cuckold porn which is not anything like right. you know this lifestyle but uh, I think that's probably the the long and the short of it is that uh through that first hand encounter of it like not seeing or there was no pictures leaked or nothing like that. It was just the fact that just it, it was, it. yeah, my long-term girlfriend had been with another guy out uh, after the kind of anger dissipated. I was like, wow, that's actually kind of hot. And then it took a long, like a while from that point in time, but I, I'd revisit that every once in a while. And uh, yeah. I'd, I'd, now when, when you discovered that this, the thought of that turns you on, did it make you like, was your reaction like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, a little you know, cause bit. Because we, we constantly hear our friends, you know, talk, you know, guys talk and, 
if a dude even looks at my girl, I'm going to fuck him up and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And we've seen our friends getting fights and scraps just because somebody looked at their girl or said hello to her. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, but, but here you were getting turned on by it. Did you ever have those thoughts of like, like, oh, shit, why, like, why am I thinking this? Like, what's wrong? This is not normal. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's what society says is not yeah. normal. And, uh, yeah, I totally had those thoughts of, like, yeah, it wasn't something I was sharing with my best friends or anything like that. And, yeah, no, for sure. So, obviously, so you were a teenager when that happened, and you said you and T met uh, when you were six. Well, she was 16. You were eight. Yeah, it was probably about three years after this, so. So, had you ever acted on those thoughts, or it just all stayed in, like, up until you met her? Did did you ever act on these thoughts, or they just kind of stayed in your head? So I had like a girlfriend. That girlfriend was like the pretty much the duration of, I mean, most of freshman year, and then I had another long term relationship. Um, a few months after that one ended, throughout the uh, rest of high school up until senior year, and I had the thoughts with that other girlfriend that I was with for like two years Mm -hmm. um, prior to T and uh, I, yeah, I, they never made it out. I think it was probably that, Oh, this isn't normal. I'm weird. This is, you know, uh, whatever. But uh, yeah, I never, you know, shared my desires to want to share that person. Although I thought about them thoroughly. Right. But so you meet her. How long were you guys together like, did, did you start having those thoughts about her? Like, like before, there had been this ex-girlfriend that had cheated on you. So whenever you thought about it, it was her face. When did her face become T's face? Oh, I think from the second... Well, probably, I think this is back in the MySpace days and everything else. So just seeing her, you know, social media profiles, like, she's hot. And I could see her as a girlfriend. I could see her, you know... being with another or I could just whether or not a girlfriend or not I could see her being with another guy and that'd be hot to see her and that this was probably this was even before we finally like got together but yeah it was like oh yeah so the the thoughts have always been present yeah and how long did it take before you felt comfortable enough to share what was going through your mind with her like how long were you guys together before you actually gave voice to it well Maybe I'll let T answer this one, but I, I didn't share. I, I I guess I'd say I got, got discovered. Cr- got <laughs> <laughs> discovered. Oh yeah, that that always makes the story story more interesting. So why don't you kind of? So it was probably what two years into us um, dating. So we were already living together. I was eighteen, so you were twenty. Um, at the time, we had shared an iPad, and you know, I was like, you know, I was just gonna pull up some Netflix and yeah. you know, chill in bed and. I like he left um, when Tumblr was a big mm-hmm. thing before, you know, um, I like he left it up and it was just I was like, oh, and then I just started like scrolling, scrolling and I was like, oh, gosh, wait, what is this? <laughs> and it was <laughs> like a bunch of like pretty hardcore, like yeah, hardcore. Cuckold, hardcore. cuckold captions yeah, and like Tumblr. stories. And yeah. Yeah. so I'm 18. I didn't know like yeah. any of this. So I'm like, oh, gosh, is he like. And some of it I didn't align with, but it was nonetheless on the feed. Right, so it was on the feed, so I'm like, I don't know, like, 
<laughs> instantly I'm just like, how do I go about this? I'm like, I don't even know who am I dating? <laughs> yeah, like it's one thing to just find like regular, know. like it's one thing to find just like regular porn. Like you can right. pro- you can process right. that. No, I couldn't you, quite you, process it, and I'm a terrible like um, I I can't lie, or if something's eating at me, yeah, I'm you like, don't have a good poker face. No. No. Yeah, and I got home and I knew something was wrong. And it, but I, like something is amiss. Something like, wait, yeah. what's wrong? <laughs> but um, you're the tendency to not say what's on so your I mind. Thought, or at I, least you, initially, I was like, I hope he just. I don't want him thinking I was like going and snooping. Yeah. But I'm like, but wait, we share an iPad, so. And he left it up. He did yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> wait, he did this. You weren't snooping. He just, <laughs> I wasn't you snooping. weren't snooping. He was just careless. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, it was literally like up and right. just like went to sleep and yeah. right. So he had got home and like he like we uh I remember sitting on the bed like and I was just like okay I just have to do it I have to like tell him like what I mm-hmm. found and like what does this mean so I was like okay so I I just I don't remember word for word but the gist of like I don't want you to think I was snooping but I got on our iPad to like watch some Netflix and I came across your Tumblr and there was just like a lot of things on there that I have some questions about. Yeah. And, and I didn't have answers because a lot of it, I'm like, was, how do I explain like any of this, like the forced buy or chastity, which I wasn't into. It was right. just the fact of the like wife sharing I thought was hot. Right. But I'm like, and so it so was that's like where my mind went to be on the spot. I'm like, I don't know how to answer your questions, but they're totally valid. Right. So when she brought it up to you, were you like, oh shit, mm-hmm. you like deer in the headlights? Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, I think you were pretty embarrassed, and I like fell for you. But then I was like, also like, okay, I need to like, <laughs> I need to figure out like what so I'm how, getting myself into. <laughs> so how did you explain? I mean, I, I know you didn't have the perfect words, but how did you explain it to her? Like what you felt? I'm not sure that time. Probably not as in depth, but it wasn't the first, or it wasn't the only time. I think you like you saw me like looking at other, whether it be you know, going forward from that point in time before we actually started, you know, sharing it with other guys. Um, but there was other times like where I'd be looking at something, you know, whether it was still Tumblr or mm-hmm. at that point, Reddit or Twitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I would continue to get embarrassed. And so it took a lot. It took several right. times. So, so I you think, caught him a so lot? I did catch him a lot. <laughs> I wouldn't say I, a lot, but more like than Like a once. few times. And I started to feel like I'm like where your mind goes. You're like, okay, is he talking to like another girl? Girl, like what? Like he was being so like I knew he was up to something that he was embarrassed about. Just I could read his face and his body language would be like, oh, like trying to hide it. Yeah, and so getting back I, to your initial question, uh, yeah, I, I think I truly was embarrassed for so long. Right, although right. it was literally the biggest turn on for me ever to like, and just the logistics of making it a reality. I didn't think it was possible just because it would have, I don't know, outed me as. Uh, you know, abnormal, you know, like Mm -hmm. whatever. And so, but I think, you know, after a couple of that and then just some other talks along the way and everything else, and we had a great relation. And so it was just like, it's like, oh, this just seems to keep setting us back because we can't talk about it. We have, you know, a great, a great, you know, relationship as is a great sex life as is. And then like for this to keep coming up, it, it seemed like it was, gonna set us back rather than put us forward in the future and so like we weren't into a point where we'd actually pursue it at that point but um i think uh yeah i after um 
several times like having that awkward conversation was like oh no now I just need to like truly tell her how much like yeah I think I really want to go ahead with this and I'd love to see you with another guy and at that point once our once the embarrassment kind of went away and we were able to have an open conversation then I think that's when we at least had an opportunity to kind of pursue things but now when you first started learning that he had this this interest did the thought ever cross your mind of hey is is this your way of trying to fuck other women yes like that was my first thought and i feel like that's a very common like that's what yeah. every yeah you know, it, it's common and right. that's what the thought that they think that this is like some kind of back right way so i'm like to, okay is this your way of saying you want to like be with other women too like yeah where are we going with this um but yeah that was my initial first thought um and then to be honest, I feel like I I was trying to, like, I was 18. I was, like, trying to take it in. And I was trying to, like, be, like, okay, well, I, like, pictured just being with you. Like, mm. how, you know, how am I going to, like, this is a lot. Yeah. Um. So, I feel like for a little bit, I, I probably kind of, like, avoided mm-hmm. it a little bit. Because I, I knew it was there. But then we would, like, talk about it. And it was awkward. And then just I would just kind of maybe avoid mm-hmm. the conversation or bringing it up. Because I just. I didn't know how I felt about it yet. Yeah. Like I, mean, I was still trying like to process said, it, and like. A, it's a lot to, to, to digest. Right. And the other thing that I wanted to ask you was, you know, in society, we know that there are many men out there that, that get jealous. And the way that it is usually explained away is, oh, I get jealous because I care. I get jealous because I mm-hmm. love you. So when you learn that, this man who said that he loves you, right. but yet at the same time wants to see you in the arms of another man, did you ever have moments where you questioned? Like, well, how can you love me if you want to see this? Like, did you try to make that connection? Like, a man that loved me right. wouldn't want to share me, so how much can you love me if you... Like, how did you process that part of it? I honestly feel like that was before I found out, like, early on. Like, I would... Like, he would just never get jealous. And I was just like... Because, you know, a previous boy, I mean, I mm-hmm. had a, a few boyfriends prior to him and they were just super jealous. And then I met him and we were together for a little bit and I would, I don't know, like wear something more revealing or like talk to a guy for or like flirt with, not like perv- just, you know, yeah. have a normal conversation. Stuff and, that would normally piss your yeah, other boyfriends so I'm like, off. Damn, I can't even make this guy jealous. Like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> this is a first. Uh-huh. And that was like kind of before I even knew. Um, that this was something that he was, um, like, even, you know, thinking about. But, um, yeah, no. So let me, uh, I guess, back up a little bit and just kind of get to before the two of you met, how would you describe your sexual history prior to meeting him? Like, were you experienced? Were you inexperienced? Had you seen a lot? Like, how would you describe what you're say so I was you know with a handful of guys prior to him and they were not I was not I feel like once I sure I I I feel like it wasn't it wasn't it was like high school sex it wasn't it wasn't good (laughs) you know (laughs) and then I like met him and it was like night and day Mm -hmm. like difference like we felt like we just like but I mean I was not your first Boyfriend, you had, I mean, for high school alone, you had been with several guys. I've been with, it was, yeah, seven yeah. prior to you. And 
None of them were, they were very like, it was just, yeah, it wasn't good. So from the moment you met her and like, did you come clean to him pretty much right away? Like, hey, you're, you're not number one. You're not number two. You're closer to like number eight. Like, were you honest with that? in the beginning or did you find that out later or did you already know because like you said you was this was in high school so the guys talk like did you already have an idea of her activity i had an idea yeah, you had an idea, did yeah. You? no you were a party girl <laughs> <laughs> i was a party girl although probably the idea was probably alluded to you being with more people than you actually yes. had been and so i, I mean like you know, that word slut gets thrown around oh, yeah. a lot especially in there and um for sure i feel like i was more People thought mm-hmm. that I was like, yes, I, I was a party girl, but but I was also like not the slut everybody thought I was. Right. Like I, I really wasn't. And that's if what. they could see you now. If they <laughs> could see me now. No. Yeah. No, but I, I really was like I, I got that a lot. And I'm like, damn. Like I, I don't. I, I had talked to a lot of people and I had a lot of friends. And so I think that's where that kind of stemmed from. But yeah, really, I really wasn't like a. No. Now, True slut self in high school. <laughs> knowing about her past and the way that you were wired, did you ever find yourself thinking about that? Like trying Absolutely, to picture her yeah. with these other guys? And yeah, totally. What that was like? And I'm sure you spent many a night, you know, <laughs> like as we all did, you know, jerking off and thinking about it. And, and you had no idea that he was thinking about no this. No idea. Shit. And maybe even subliminally, like after, you know, two for high school basis, two long-term girlfriends yeah. and like fantasizing about it. And maybe like uh, on a deeper level, maybe it's like, oh, maybe if I'm, you know, set myself up with a, you know, what I think is a slut, then maybe I'll have the chance to pursue this, you know, cuckolding hot wife type thing. But uh, yeah, I guess I've never really thought about it that way before. But I mean, maybe it definitely turned me on mm-hmm. knowing that, yeah, I yeah, like, you know, that, whatever the rumors were at the time about her. Yeah. So you, you find out about it. You, you guys start talking right. about it. When would you say you started talking like, like having like serious conversations about it? Like not the, no giggling, no right. being uncomfortable, not like, be, yeah. like, like, like being honest, right. Vulnerable with each other. You saying, you know, why you're into it. You saying maybe why you weren't, Mm-hmm. into it like when did you start having those conversations it probably came up we so for work i was uh we, both of us um, were forced to move away um and ended up in a super small town and uh, um yeah had no family or friends nearby or anything and i, I think just by being on our own we were forced to yeah. talk more and it was still uh something i really wanted to uh pursue and so i think at that point uh, I was finally to the point where I was ready to talk to her and tell her, hey, this means a lot to me. Like, I think it will mean a lot to you. I think it'll uh, ultimately it's all for you. It's all to benefit you. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, I, I find it super hot. Um, but and at the end of the day, if you say no, then then, you know, all bets are off. Uh, like, this is not about me. But if you allow it to be about yeah. you, then I think it could be a good deal. Yeah, and like, yo, I got this really good dish. I just want you to taste it. Just That's a little all. taste. Just, just exactly. taste it. Just take a little fork full. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, yeah. you know don't, don't turn your nose up to it right. yet. So, yep. I mean, I can feel it just sitting here. You, you could sense what this meant to him. Oh, yeah. And, 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 you know, how it 
you know, it increased his energy. So what was it that made you even start to consider it? Like, okay, well, maybe, you know, like what was it that leaned you in that? In other words, why weren't you just dead against it? Like, no, I would never do that. I, this is not how I envisioned a marriage to be or a relationship right. to be. Like, what, why I, didn't you react that way? Um, Initially, I will say I was, I was trying to, because I, we'd been together for a while and right. I knew him really well and we we're, he's my best friend. And I was like, I want to make each, you know, I want to, if something makes him happy, I want to do that for him. And initially I was just like, man, this is not what I yeah, this was isn't, ever yeah, yeah, expecting. This, is, this isn't going to a baseball game. Right. <laughs> no, this is not a baseball game. Um, I a, think it's a different type of shit. Once yeah. he's, once we did move away and, um, I feel like it was always probably not the ideal thing to do, but after a few drinks, um, we'd be, we'd have our conversations and I, I, I could just see him when he'd bring it up, like he would just light up and just like something would just switch in him. Like this was something he really was serious about and really wanted. And I, I think in the beginning I, I didn't see that because he didn't know how to express it to me. I don't and think so I, I don't, did. Yeah, I didn't, didn't know how, and, and so, I, therefore and I couldn't. I was still trying to understand what it was, and I, I you know. Um, so I think just seeing him, like, like just bring it up and just how it, like, he's like, this is just, like, something that I just such a turn on for me. It's been something that has, you know, always been there for me, and I've never, you know, been able to act on it, and it's something that, you know, our – course our relationship will always come first and this would be extra mm-hmm. um kind of thing and i think him reassuring me and um saying those kinds of things kind of like helped kind of push me a little bit like okay i would really try and sit there i'm like okay i can i want to make him happy and i, I want to do this you know initially i feel like it started out doing like i want to like please him and just right. see how that you know i don't want to compl- i'm not going to tell you no but i'm not I got to get there <laughs> like before I say, yes, let's do this thing. Cause I knew how much it really. And I think maybe in the back of your mind, I think you still had a little bit of that. Oh, well this is just a ploy to get with an, him to get another, with another girl. I think at least based on prior conversations we've had. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I wasn't, yes, I wasn't sure. Um, so let me ask you this going into it. If you can even recall, what would you say your biggest fear was? Like, what was, in your mind, what right. was the worst possible scenario that could have played out by you exploring this? I guess, like, my f- initial fear was just, like, what if, like, this is, like, he thinks he wants this and, like, all this hype and this isn't what he, you know, um, thought it was going to be and, like, having to deal with the aftermath of mm-hmm. me fucking somebody else. Yeah. Like, are um, you that, still going to look at me the same? Right. Are you going to still look at me the same? Is this like, are you sure this is what you wanted? And then um, for me too, it was like we'd been together for so long that like I hadn't been with anyone else in a long time. Mm-hmm. And so that was another thing. I'm like, I don't want to like disappoint him. Like, you know, and what he has envisioned and his mind for however many years it's been. But um, yeah, I think just initially thinking like, okay, Sometimes I feel like for some people it could be this big fantasy and then reality hits and it's, it's different. Mm -hmm. Fantasy reality is totally different. So like, so that was a fear of mine. Like, okay, was this all fantasy? And then you do it and it's like, wait a sec. That's not, you know, 
101, but that wasn't wasn't the case. <laughs> so for you, how did you know you really wanted? Like like you said, there's a difference between having this idea in your mind and it being this hot fantasy and you're thinking about it all the time and you you know, you're jacking off to it. Like that's different from okay, I'm with this woman, I love this woman, this woman loves me, we have a great thing going on, but yet I still want to add this component to our relationship. Like what what made you feel so sure that this was what you wanted? Like where did that conviction come from? I don't think there ever was. I think there was always a, a, a little bit of hesitancy, but at, at the end of the day, it's like, wow, I've been thinking about this for years we're in a really good spot and I, you know, I feel comfortable and yeah, there's a chance this could happen. I, I hate it or I regret it or anything else. But also I think the, the uh, exciting emotions and the, the uh, just thinking about the possibilities of like what it could be, if it was everything I envisioned that, that outweighed the potential risk of, I guess, yeah, uh, it ending badly and i i think we're to a point where i was like do we really go through with this whatever and then um i think it was kind of a double-edged sword too being in the small town that we were in um it was i guess nice because we were super far away from family and friends and anybody we knew and so had we been um not in there you know going back to like societal norms per se or whatever uh uh, you know, getting found out by a friend or coworker or whatever. It, it that part was at least good being in a small town because it didn't really exist. We were far away from family. We weren't going to go out somewhere and be discovered on a you know a, a a date or she you know she went on a date on her own or whatever. Or we were having dinner with just another guy on her own and somebody saw that that wasn't an issue. Um, so that uh helped in the sense, but um, it was also super hard to find a guy. Uh, you know, to meet up with because, the, yeah, we were in a small town, and that was still when Craigslist was a thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, you look, but even even with the Craigslist ads and stuff, like we'd had to drive three hours to go to a bigger city to even make any of those postings happen. Um, and so, I mean, I don't. There was always hesitancy, and I I think at that point you just like you got to go for it, or other otherwise you're always going to be like living with the regret of not doing it. Right. So even prior to the first experience actually happening, the two of you being open and honest and talking about this, what did it do for your communication as a couple? Prior to having experience. Yeah, like like the first experience hasn't happened yet, but you've been talking about it. Like what did that do for your communication? That was the first time I've had to have like these uncomfortable conversations with somebody that's like, your best friend and you think you know everything about them, but you actually like you're learning Mm -hmm. (laughs) more about them and another side of them. And it forces you to build your relationship. It makes you stronger because you do have to sit there and it's not like, it's not all sunshine and rainbows having that kind of conversation. It's hard to bring up. It's hard to talk about. And especially for him, I knew it was hard to talk about. And, but I also noticed the more we, it wasn't initially like bringing it up. It would be here and there, but then he'd bring it up more and more. And then the more we talk about it, the more he'd expand and tell me a little bit more of like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. you know, details. Of- I think at that point, uh, like we've already talked about like how I found a super hard, and this is over a span of years, initially yeah. talking about it, at least 
at least prior from us meeting and me having the you know fantasies at baseline yeah. to her actually being with the first person took about three years and so um like say even if it was the half of that first time me like being embarrassed and not being able to talk about it uh to you was probably especially the first time was super frustrating for you but then things finally flipped and I was able to talk about it and then you weren't and so mm-hmm. I I think I would go more in depth and like oh well what about this what about that and because right. I wanted to pick your brain and like you know does does right. any of this even do anything mm-hmm. for right. you and then um I think I went more in depth and more in depth because like I had a hard time getting any sort of communication right. from you but it, it but to be fair, it took me just as long in the first half of right. things. And so f- once you were finally being put on the spot right. as to what might may or may not turn you on, um, uh, it took a while too. But uh, at the end of the day, it was great for communication. Yeah. And especially after the first meeting with somebody and everything else, because afterwards, yeah, you really have to learn how to talk, mm-hmm. especially, yeah. you know, whether, and it was never her fault, but, you know, with rules being broken and stuff, then... Yeah, having to be able to communicate and everything at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I mean, it's it's a slow process, and nobody should expect it to be a quick thing. And nobody should, ex- like, yeah, this is never going to be a fix for a relationship or anything else. And like I said before, like, things were always great between us. And so I wasn't necessarily in a hurry either. But, yeah, this isn't going to – I don't think it's going to fix a, any issues. And so I was fine going slow despite it being everything I ever wanted to see her – I was fine with it going slow because if you force something, it's it, I think it's bound to fail. So now, even if you never shared this with her, did you ever have those private moments with yourself where you kind of said to yourself, "What if I make this happen? What if this actually happens and I don't like it?" Yeah, like like, like she said, what her fear was: what if she does it and you see her differently in your private moments? Did that thought ever cross your mind? Like, okay, what if she does it and I do see her differently? Like, what would that do? How, like, how did you process and come to grips with that part of it? Yeah, it, I mean, I thought about it for years, even be, probably even before her, just knowing the idea of, you know, seeing one of my girlfriends or now wife be a part of it. Um, that was always a fear in my mind. But after thinking about it for so long and then just knowing the type of person I am, um, it was something I was willing to go ahead with because mm-hmm. even if I hated it or whatever, I, I knew I was to the point where I was going to be able to get over it and whether it be a one-time thing, I, th- that would be it. If I didn't like it, we wouldn't do it again. And I just, I was never too, I knew I might regret it, but I wasn't to the point where I would hate myself for it or hate her for it or right. see her differently in the long run by it. And so it was a, it was worth proceeding with. So how did you... And I'll ask this, how did he reassure you that he was not going to see you differently, that it wouldn't affect in a negative way the love that he had? Like, what did he do or what did he say that convinced you basically to no longer have that fear of worrying about him seeing you differently? I would say he was he was always reassuring me by telling me, you know what, we always come, like, our relationship comes first no matter what. So, like... You know, that always comes first, regardless of anything else. And I think him, like, he had to tell me that maybe a couple times. <laughs> um, so I got out of my head a little bit, but I think it was that. And he, he said, you know, there's nothing you can, you know, 
do to upset me? He said, this is going to be great. This is supposed to be fun. Like this something extra for us. This is supposed to be, you're supposed to enjoy yourself. This is supposed to be fun. This isn't supposed to be added stress. This is, you know, something for us to, you know, share together. And no matter what happens, I'm going to love you after. So he always reassured me of that. And I think hearing that took maybe a couple times, but um, was like, okay, like if, you know, worst case scenario, my best friend's still going to be there. So Okay, so you've talked about it at length. You've, you know, put those fears to rest. Mm -hmm. You're ready to embark on that journey and say, okay, let's find someone that, that we can make this happen with. So to give my listeners an idea, from the time you made the decision to actively start looking for somebody until the time you actually found somebody, how long would you say that was? A couple months. Less than six, but okay. more than two mm-hmm. months. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you find somebody, you talk, you decide that, okay, this is the person that it's right. going to happen with. Right. Um, that day arrives. Was it you going to a hotel? Was it him coming to you? Like, what was the <laughs> setting of that so first time? So the first time was actually, because at this time we lived in a super small town. Right. Um. So the first time was actually, I had to drive three hours away and he couldn't go with me. So your first time was actually by yourself? Was by myself. Oh, wow. Um. The first yeah. many, too many times. Yeah. Were with by the same, yourself. same person. Well, and different. Yep. There's a couple. Um, so my first experience is when, um, Craigslist was a thing, but I always got deleted off Craigslist. They'd always flag me and delete me. So I don't know how we yeah, ended I up finding this was ultimately a post that somebody else had posted, had posted okay. when we replied to. So, um, had been talking to him for a little while actually. Um, and then it, it happened that he couldn't be there and I was going to make this three hour drive. So I was 20, just turned 21 mm-hmm. at the time. Um, so I made this three hour drive. We planned to meet at Applebee's and then the hotel we were supposed to go to was like right behind same parking lot, right behind it. Um, I was like a nervous wreck, obviously the whole three hours, yeah, like by yourself. You the first time didn't have too. his energy. I could, he was working. So I couldn't even like, you know, like be on the phone with him for a little bit or, you know, I was, I was like in my head, I was like, man, what am I doing? My husband's mm. not even here, or boyfriend at the time. Um, but, so I ended up meeting this guy, and it was fine. He was he was super nice. Like, we hit it off at Applebee's. Like, it was, yeah, it was fine. Had a couple drinks, and then um, we decided, like, all right, let's go to the hotel kind of thing. And mind you, the pr- prior to meeting him, he had, you know, said, like, I'm – very um, experienced playing with other couples, this and that. So he made me feel very comfortable prior to meeting him. But I will say, like, after meeting him, it was more so, like, he, in the like, when we got to the hotel and this and that, he was, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, no, like, uh, he wasn't comfortable with, like, taking videos or pictures or it was very brief mm. for, like, maybe five seconds and then, that was it. So it put me in a very, this is my first time. Yeah. Like it put me in a, a very, 
not the best spot. Well, yeah, because you know that he wanted the pictures and not right. This guy and wasn't he's letting. like waiting on it, and I'm just like. Yeah, like I mean, like coming this. back to rules, like we have very, we had very few rules, and right. really, I mean, ultimately, at least now, the really the only rule is some sort of pictures. If I can't be there, and like for the first encounter, it's like you know, rules are already broken, and it wasn't mm-hmm. her fault, yeah. and it was this guy that like portrayed himself as. So, and, so over the phone slayer. and everything, yeah. Yeah, right. he was cool with it. And uh-huh. then when it actually got there, he wasn't. wasn't. So it was like kind of like 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 a bait and switch right. kind of thing. Yeah. And so so, um, I and so after afterwards, I'm like obviously I have a three hour drive home, and I was just like feeling like the most like guilt, like all this guilt, like oh my god, I like ruined this. This was you know like the first time, and it's already you know I just felt yeah. like he was gonna be so disappointed and. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, not what I had, like, you know, envisioned. And um, I obviously didn't want to disappoint him, especially for how long he'd been, you know, this has been something he's wanted. Right. And I'm like, here I am. I already broke our first rule. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. it wasn't and I a think good I, feeling. And I think probably I certainly didn't help the fact it. Um, I think in my mind at the time, I was like, okay, there's one rule. How could you break it? Mm-hmm. But it, since then, I realized it was not you. Like, you were, you know, totally there. And, that like, you wanted to get pictures. And mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like, if, you know, the other guy's not willing, then you're already there. And it's like, what do you do? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I would have been probably more disappointed had you not done anything. I, I, I mean, as long as you were mm-hmm. feeling it. And you did have a good time at mm-hmm. Applebee's and right. had it, and everything else. Um, It was just unfortunate uh, that we had a, a shitty first guy, yeah. you know. So, how did you receive her like when she came back and you saw her for the first time like how did you what was your energy like knowing like could you tell that she was feeling like you know like that she was feeling in a way that she felt like she let you down like did you I don't think it had come to fruition yet I I think at that point I had assumed she just came straight home and she was driving and she didn't or you know didn't have service or whatever. And I was going to get to the pictures later. And so when she got home, I think I was super excited. And I think I greeted you. And I was, uh, I, I want to remember that I was really excited about it. And we had, you know, a great, I think I may even had dinner ready. And then we had um, like, just, you know, good reclaiming or whatever, you know, lack of getting into things and yeah, yeah, good sex and good dinner. And then it came out, okay, now where are the pictures? And then it was like, Oh, I don't have any, or I have a few really blurry ones or whatever. And that's like, then I think the disappointment summed in. And then I think at that point I was unreasonably, uh, so you acted like an ass. Yeah, I did. And, and I'm like, that's one rule. How could you fuck up? But, um, at the end of the day, she she didn't, it was the other guy. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, we, we all have our asshole moments, Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and again, you have it built, like she said, you have it built up a certain way in your mind and then reality hits and you realize that it doesn't always work out the way that we envision it. Um, so I'm curious how long, or if you ever, how long did it take you to apologize for being an ass? I'm not sure I did, which, so I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I forgive you. Yeah. (laughs) I, I, and I think it was just one of those things where I I was stubborn and I was like, I I just wanted pictures and you you didn't get them for me. And 
I'm upset, so now I'm going to be mad at you, or whatever the deal is. And But, I mean, we went back to normal life and everything. But, right. yeah, to, to answer your question, I don't, I'm not sure I did apologize. I'm sorry. Well, I- well, in front of all of my yeah. listeners, you owe that Aww. woman an apology. I am so sorry, and you have since made every one of my dreams come true. So <laughs> no, you have to say it. Sorry I, for acting like an ass. I'm sorry it was an ass, babe. <laughs> I accept your apology. <laughs> so that first time happened, and you said that there were, you know, subsequent, you know, uh, instances where she played alone. When did the first time happen where you were actually able to be a part of it? Like, when did that happen? So, we, um, I don't know how I discovered, uh, probably, I don't know, I got in a lot of rabbit holes on the inter- internet, and I think uh, somehow, shape or form, came along uh, like a lifestyle party. Mm. And um, at this point, she had already been with a couple different guys, and none of them were great. Uh but it was uh, a lifestyle party that was not. It was it was far enough away from where we were living at the time, uh, as to we wouldn't run into anybody. But it was a quick day drive and a quick day trip, and so I, I brought it up. I'm like, "Hey, what do you think about going to this, you know, lifestyle party?" It was just a, a regular swingers party, a mix of everybody, um, and I think it was hosted through SLS. So you could, you know you could see some profiles before, and it was right. an event that allowed single guys. Um, and I'm like, you know, what do you think? And uh, we had, I, you know, we both had the time off work at the time. And uh, I, I could tell you were on edge, but you ultimately said yes. And then we went. And um, in, you know, kind of looking at some of the singles profiles, there, there was really, like, two guys that kind of stood out. And I don't even think we, maybe we talked to one or both, but very, very, very briefly, just like, hey, you know, we're going to be there uh you know hope to see or whatever and that was the extent of any sort of preliminary conversation um and we got there and then we uh met up with the one guy and it was super weird and we're like wow is this what it's gonna be like and then we met up with the 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 second guy um and uh he was a charmer and he was a he was a true bull mm-hmm. um this wasn't his first rodeo and he you know had the swagger and everything else and uh i, I definitely put me at ease and then also um, it was our first kind of lifestyle event, and we're like, "Oh, was just everybody gonna be like, uh, you know, out in the open and just like getting at it, or like pressuring you to get?" And it wasn't like that at all. Like even the like we're, we're not into other couples, but all the everybody we ran into was just like good people, and it was just a good vibe. And so I think that it definitely put me at ease. I know it put you at ease, uh, T. And uh, um, it took a while. Like we got there early in the afternoon, and um, just hung out with a bunch of these people and, uh, you know, having no, uh, idea of what was to come of a lifestyle event like this, a hotel takeover. Um, and then just by meeting a bunch of good people in general, and then also running into this, uh, the, this bowl that was good, uh, and just kind of being in a good mood, it, it clicked. And, and so, uh, that was probably the, the, First time, yeah, things started to go well, mm-hmm. I'd say. What, what do you think? That was, yeah, that was the first time you actually got to be in person mm-hmm. and see me with somebody else, not just through a lens. Um, and how was that different for you, actually having him there? It was different in a, like, I was um, nervous, but also excited because I'm like, okay, like, 
finally, this will be like he actually gets to be here and I don't have to worry about, you know, the guy all of a sudden being like, oh, I'm not good with yeah. pictures, videos, sorry. And then he doesn't even get to see. So for me, it was like a, I was it was like a comfort. Like, mm. OK, we're going to do this and I don't have to like that's like I can be more I feel like more present in right. the moment. Whereas sometimes when I know, like, if the guy all of a sudden is like, oh, you know, yeah, I'm not good with that. I'm like, oh, great. Well, why would you tell me you were? <laughs> and that's like a, in my head, like, yeah. then I'm, then I'm like stressed. So it was nice. It was a nice change to like have him there and be a part of it and included in it and um, made the experience that much hotter. So... One of the things that I'm always curious about, because I know that for a lot of wives, much like you uh, spoke on earlier, when they first start doing this, when they first dip their toes uh, into these waters, a lot of the times it's, they know that it's something that their husband wants to experience and they want to make him happy. Yeah. You know, which I feel is completely understandable. Um, But what I'm always curious about is, do you remember when when that started to shift to where it got to the point where it's like, okay, yeah, I'd like making him happy, but you know what? I enjoy this too. Like when you started taking ownership of the fact that you wanted it, like the fact that he enjoyed it Mm -hmm. became a bonus as opposed to the main reason why you were doing it. Like, do you remember when that shift occurred or has it occurred yet? Yes. I think it was honestly where it clicked more to where, this experience that we had had together, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, like this was more like, because I had finally met a guy that was like including him and very Mm -hmm. respectful. And I was like, okay, this is where I was like, all right, well actually this can work Mm -hmm. because yes, of course in the beginning it was more for for him to like please him. And yes, as much as I'd say like, Oh, I enjoyed it, but it was more for, him. Like, and then yeah. after this experience, I was like, oh, like it was like, okay, I can see now how this does work mm-hmm. and it can work and you just have to find the right, you know, person to have that experience with. Yeah. And I think whether it be just the comfort level or the guy, whatever that is, but yeah, I mean, you didn't have orgasms with the first few people you're with mm-hmm. and that certainly changed when you started having Good sex as well right. as being comfortable. Right. And absolutely. Yeah. That made now, could you feel that shift in her? Like, could you feel when she started, when her own enjoyment started superseding doing it for you? Not replacing, but just it moved up ahead of it. Like, could you sense when that was happening with yeah, her? Yeah. Yeah. There was one guy where, like, for the first time ever, she set it up and she did it and, like, was all for it and was super excited. And then it happened, like, multiple times. And so, that yeah and were you cool with like did that oh i loved it yeah it was finally like it was yeah it was everything i've ever wanted like for out of the blue to like receive a text oh hey you know so-and-so is coming over and i not even see that text because i was busy or whatever and then i get the next one or or, like pussies dripping cum or something like that i'm like everything i had ever wanted going back Mm -hmm. to the tumblr captions it's like now this is real life and yeah and from the time it happened, like I said, in the beginning, you know, there were those private moments where you're like, well, man, what if I don't like this? Like once it started happening, 
did you like it from the word go or was there even a slight moment where it's like and did i make a mistake or you were on board immediately immediately no hesitation whatsoever once it happened that first time any even with it being rocky i still loved it yeah so any lingering doubt that you had evaporated at that point yep you know um and when did you t start to see like oh wow this really does turn him on because that's one of the things that like husbands will say to me you know when they're talking about trying to introduce their wives to this I always tell them how important it is to not just tell her that these things turn you on but to show her like let her feel your energy let her feel how you can't keep your hands off of her at the mere thought of this like let her experience you know just how much this excites you did you notice that in him? Like, could you see a difference in his sexual energy toward you when you were doing anything hot wife related versus regular middle of the week Wednesday night sex? Not saying that regular right. middle of the week Wednesday night oh. sex wasn't good, but could you see the difference of oh. like, wow, the heat has turned up when we're talking about this? Oh, or- yeah. 100%. He gets this like look in his eyes and he like starts like, I don't know. It's like a, you get like a glow. I don't know that when we um talk about it but um yeah bringing it back to the our first like lifestyle takeover with that Mm -hmm. same guy was like the first time I like had a been able to not like because he 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 wasn't there prior you know the past experiences that I had so even with like a guy in our own house like you'd been with um your coworker for a while who you know, it was all about mm-hmm. fucking you, but not about, like, me even. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I had to hear her get fucked in the spare bedroom for, like, a year on end before right. I finally got to actually see her. Right. So, is- like, even still, he was, like, I always felt such, like, guilt mm-hmm. because I was put in this position. I'm like, man, like, he wants these. And then, like, I have this person, like, not, which I, I can respect somebody who isn't comfortable with that. That's totally I can respect that, but don't tell me you're okay with it. Yeah, and get I mean, me that, in the that moment was, right. That was having that, sex and you're that like, that was actually, wrong. Right. Yeah, I mean, so, on, on their part to make it seem like they were with it. And then right. once they got you, they're like, it was like, you know, because you would have been perfectly in your right to be like, okay, well, bye. see you. Like, right. this is now looking back on it, <laughs> do you ever wish you had done that? Like, taking that position, which is, well, that's not what we agreed to. So I respect your position. But you need to respect mine and know that this is not going to happen unless it happens that way. Because I mean, that's a that's a fucked up position for them to put you in. Yeah. When they admit, I, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm cool with that just to get you. And then once yep. they have you, like, nah, 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 I'm not cool with that. Yes, I, um, yeah, I wish I would have been a little more um, blunt with, like, would have stood up to, like, you know, saying how I felt. Um, I think it was, it was just like, we just moved and I made, I had worked, don't shit worry people. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Don't do it. But, um, I, we just moved. I made friends with this person. I worked with them and got comfortable with them. So it was like, it was, they were my friend. So I like, I was like, you have a trust, you know, Mm -hmm. with them. And then, then that happens. And then you're like, then I was, yeah, kicking myself. Cause I, you know, this one, yeah. but yeah, even go back to the first time around the Craigslist guy, um, you're just not the type of person I'm, to be able to say no in the situation, but I would have all been for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, mean, I've got, yeah. I, I think that that's an important lesson here 
because there are there are couples listening to this there are women listening to yeah. this who are still at the very beginning of their yeah. journey and i think that your voice carries weight in letting these women know that you have every right like if a guy agrees to something yep and you're meeting under that premise yes and then you get in the moment and he changes on you you are well within your right to say to him okay, then it's not going to happen. Yes. Like, I respect, I'm not I'm not trying to make you do it. If you don't feel comfortable, you know, taking pictures of video, that's, that's fine. fine. Right. 100%. But the same way that I'm respecting where you're coming from, you need to respect where I'm coming from. Absolutely. And what we want to do is we want to keep other women from being put in that situation that yes. you were put in. I would not. Absolutely. Yep. And as much as I wanted it, I, could, I totally echo that. Uh, you know, if there's any wives out there, like, don't do this just for your husband if you're uncomfortable or if you know it's not going to be good. Yeah, that's not right for any third person to to all of a sudden change. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, 100% letting, agree. Yeah, like letting them know that, look, this is what me and my husband agreed okay. on, and no. we're not going to let you come between us and make us break that agreement. Yes, 100%. You know? um, um, so, I, yeah, I think that there's definitely a valuable lesson because obviously, you know, I don't think that you're the only wife who's ever been put in that situation. Right. Um, I think it's something that does happen, and I think that it's it's good that they get to hear from someone where you're not on a high horse. Like, mm -hmm. you 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 let it happen. Yep. I mean, you didn't stop it, but letting them but know, I, hey, learn from the mistake that I made yes. and, you know, stand up for yourself. Like, let this guy know, like, don't shoulder that guilt. Yep. You're not leading him on. You know, you're not the one who changed. Exactly. He it's knew exactly what yes. situation he was walking into, and he agreed to it. And then once he got his foot in the door, then he changed mm -hmm. the game plan, which is that's that's foul. Yep. You know, that's 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 you know, I, I know I wouldn't want to be in that position where I agree to something with somebody. And then once it starts going on, they change shit up like, well, wait a minute. That's not that's not what we talked about. Yeah, that's <laughs> not what we talked about. You right. know, like you knew that this was something that was important to me and to my partner and yet here you go changing the script yes. like that's that's cool but i'm not gonna you know i, I i'm not gonna cross that line okay. so have a good night yes you know what i'm saying like next time be more honest you know what I'm saying? like yeah like next 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 time uh you know be more honest so total just yeah one ahead. second here the, the the contrary is true so you you should be straightforward with uh a guy you plan on playing with and if Pictures and videos are all about your thing. You need to let them know beforehand rather than getting on scene because, yeah, some people can't perform on yeah. a show. And that's not right for the the uh, the third guy either. Um, right. So that, that's where I'll leave that. But it, no, communi absolutely. communication is so important. Yeah. So just, just talk, people. Yeah, but, like, communication only works when you're honest. Yes. Like, communication is not effective if one of the people involved is lying. Right, because they just want to fuck you and they're exactly. going to tell you what you want to hear. Like, exactly. yes, of course you can do this, this, this. And then you're in the moment they have you. Now that your husband's not there, they're like, actually, yeah. I'm going to do what I was going to plan to do. Yeah, so it, it almost feels like 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 you were played. Right. Like they played yeah. you. Like you, you knew that you weren't cool with pictures and video. Right, and then you... Told me that anyway, and here I am in the moment. We've had a few drinks, and then now you're like, not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's now. Hopefully, that's something that you've learned from and won't find yourself oh, in that yes. position. I've, I've not done Never that again. since. Well, Never fan again. Fantastic. So, one thing I'm curious about because you said a lot of this happened 
before you guys got married. Mm-hmm. Once you did get married, did you ever have the conversation of, okay, we're married now. Are we still going to do this? Like, is this still going to be a part of our lives? Or was it, was it just assumed that it would be? Or did you ever actually have that conversation? It was totally assumed that it would yeah. be. Nothing really yeah. changed. We right. had already been so committed to each other right. before truly tying the knot. That, right. Yeah, so how long after you got married did something happen? Like, did you have another encounter? Had it gone my way, it would have been the night of. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, we were all- Not the first time I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> night of, I know. Um, where were we at? What was the next... Um, it was probably a while because there was a couple, we were still in the, the first super small town and then we ended up moving to a, a medium, yeah, a medium sized town in Ohio. Uh, My coworker. Yeah. And then I think it was that. And yeah. You played with him for a while, yeah. although it wasn't what I wanted. You were having, you were having a good time on your own and I was happy with you having a good time and, you know, hearing your moans from the other end <laughs> the of the house, room. you know, so. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, it wasn't immediately, but, uh, probably, I don't know, four or five, six months. And and then that guy was regular for a while. So for you, T, looking back on your whole journey, seeing where you are now, knowing where this all started, how it all started, what would you say has been the best unintended consequence of like something that resulted from your involvement in this lifestyle that you never thought about but yet when you look back on it it's the best part of this like a result that came from you being this lifestyle that you never even thought about but is affecting your life like in a positive way like the best thing about the best thing the best thing about like (laughs) um it has been for one it it always brings us like closer like um our relationship but we Mm -hmm. i just feel stronger and then finding somebody that just gets it and that we can all just like like having him like a guy that involves my husband too Mm -hmm. who like wants to talk to him or you know um wants to have him involved I feel like that has been like the best thing because that's hard to find yeah and what about for you, C? What's been the best unintended? Like something that never made its way into your fantasy, but now living this lifestyle for real, you was like, wow, that's that's been a beautiful part of all of this, and I never even thought about that. A lot of the same, yeah. Um, to, to echo what TJ said, um, yeah, being like truly included, not from a fake sense or whatever, but one of the most recent guys she was just with, like the first time they met, like, yeah, she traveled to go see him. I couldn't. Um, I couldn't have been, been there for th- that, uh, encounter, but he would have all, you know, the, uh, guy would have been all about it. And, uh, he, uh, um, I think, yeah, he was the first one did like made you call me like yeah. when you first landed and then he took the phone and he's he like, was like let me hey, talk. hey man. And like, and mm-hmm. let me, and like talk to him and say, Hey, you know, d- so glad to, uh, that, uh, you know, you had her fly out and see me here and, uh, it was just all about it. And mm-hmm. like, like. From the get go, even before like she like let me know she landed safely, yeah. uh, he was all about it and like and truly included me and then, uh, um, so that was good because and then uh, it was just something I wasn't expecting and something that I uh, didn't even necessarily want, but uh, it I really liked it and I, I really mm-hmm. it um it it made me uh, 
feel included. And yeah. then also from that point, you were just so, and it, yeah, just being comfortable. And fi- after like realizing what's not going to work with other guys and then avoiding those situations in yeah. the future. And then finally getting to a point where um, like everybody just connects really well yeah. and has a good um, time. Not, has that, being that you've experienced that, is that something that moving forward you're now going to prioritize? I mean, like, yeah, I was, like, initially, I was so, when he did that, when he, like, like, hey, let me talk to, like, I, I called him, and he was like, hey, let me talk to your husband, and said said the things that he said, I was just like, whoa, like, no one's ever done that, and I felt reassured in that moment, like, I was like, okay, like, I, this is, like, mm-hmm. now I feel so comfortable, no one's ever done that, and um, it was just really cool because he wasn't there out of state, like he was, he still was able to be, you know, somewhat included. And it just was like nice to like have that. Mm. Whereas like, you know, you travel, like it's nerve wracking. It's got, it's every time I travel, it's nerve wracking. And you don't, you know, especially if you haven't met the person yet and you just don't, you know, yes, you talk to them before prior and stuff, but you don't know. And then getting there and like having that was just like, yeah, like I feel like, Having somebody that's comfortable doing that, like just you know, it it made it like that. Exp- like just starting off was just gonna be you know that much better. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, is this something that moving forward you're 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 yeah. gonna like I like said I put would, effort into trying to find that? Yeah. Like if you meet a guy yeah. and he's not that way, are you now more likely to be like, okay, this is not. Like you can already recognize that it's not what you yeah, want. Yeah, because so. I've I already I've had so many experiences where I I've been told one thing and then it's like they just want to fuck you and that's it. Like they're like, oh well, cool, you're married, that's great, like this is great, and then that they don't get it, they don't want to include your husband, they don't respect yeah. him, and they just you know see you in the moment and um that's fine, that's not you know, but don't tell me you know yeah. one thing. So yeah, I feel like moving forward, knowing that that can be that is a pod, yeah, you know possibility those guys exist and I, they exist that yeah like it just makes it that much better of an experience like just especially for me on the get-go when i don't you know i'm just meeting this person and mm-hmm. getting to know them right off the bat if you already want to talk to my husband and you are just getting like that's like you know game changer for me i'm like all right i'm all in <laughs> Now yeah. you you may have already answered this question, but I'm I'm still going to ask it, and this is for both of you. What's something about the lifestyle that you hate? Like you wish it wasn't a part of it, but you know that it comes with the territory, but you really despise that particular Ooh. aspect of it. Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. I need to get one of these buttons with like Jeopardy. Yeah, and I, know, I know we yeah. need like a little. Do, do, do. Um, <laughs> I'd say I. I mean I. Uh, really, really, really enjoy watching another guy come inside you, but like health is so right. important to both of yeah. us, and so I hate that. Um, once you finally do have that connection with somebody important, it, there's like a whole other level, like, and. Uh, you know, you got to worry about um, safety. I mean, I yeah. it, it would suck to end up with yeah. an STD or something in this. Uh, and so I hate that because, <laughs> yeah, once, yeah, once you do a good connection, there's, yeah. yeah. Uh, safety is always number one. Like, I mean, you know, yeah, that is always an awkward thing. And it is uncomfortable for anyone to have that, 
you know, but, yeah, but, but honestly, then I'm like, if you are uncomfortable with that conversation, then like, I feel like you put your health, like you should put your health first. Like I've actually had a couple actually re- reach out to me because they were trying to have their first experience. Right. And they had said that they felt uncomfortable asking this person for an STD test, but they, they were given a hard time because of it. And I'm just like, well, then that's a red flag. Yeah. If yeah. somebody is willing to fuck you, but then not be able to say like, hey, here's my uh, recent or whatever recent test or get you tested know, or get here's tested, a recent test or wear a condom. Then, like, then yeah. no, like don't put your health at risk for this fantasy because there's people out there that you can, that is not a thing. Like that's just a common, you know, right. thing. You want to keep everybody safe. Like, is important. Yeah, like 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 that should be important to you too. Very. Like why why isn't it important? Don't to put you? yourself at risk for you know it's not worth that. It's not worth the stress. It's not worth it. So now you kind of opened up for a, a segue here. Something that I had wanted to to talk to you about, and you know it was one of the reasons why I was excited to to, to interview you guys as a couple. Um, one of the things that I'm fond of saying and and that I try to explain to people is people will often ask sometimes, like, well, what's the difference between a, a stag and a, and a cuck, you know? And I, I see people trip up because they try to define it based on the things that they enjoy. Like, oh, well, if you're in the chastity or if you're in the humiliation or if you're in the cleanup, then you're a cuck. And what I've always said is the, the acts have nothing really to do with it. You know, um, it's more of a, of the power exchange that's involved in the dynamic. And then the acts can just, you know, sometimes they lend themselves to that particular, you know, power exchange and sometimes they don't, but it's not a, a definitive way to say who somebody is based on on what they enjoy. And the reason why I bring that up is, you know, you guys are, you know, we've had this conversation, you guys are a stag vixen couple. um, But yet you enjoy an activity that's more, commonly associated with cuckold couples which is Mm -hmm. you enjoy cleanup and i would just like you kind of in your own words like how would you describe that feeling like why does it and maybe you've never even thought about it but why does it turn you on so much yeah no you got me there i I truly do love cleanup and and i've tried to understand why so much and i don't know what it is although just kind of the taboo nature of right. it, you know, seeing their first cuckold porno where that was part of it, you know, kind of turned me on. And then from that point, I guess if I had to say, like, it's like the icing on the cake, icing on the no fun intended, truly. Um, but yeah, the icing on the cake that like really solidifies everything that just happened. Cause like, you know, I've been with T, you know, we've sex after anytime you fuck another guy and uh you know without the i guess sloppy seconds to start or whatever you know it just kind of feels like the mid session of any sexual encounter for the most part but like after like you know a bull you know comes in your pussy and you're just like dripping cum like you have a total totally different feel and then not that like i didn't just watch it or just wasn't on video or whatever but like Coming home, like you're, uh, it's like okay, now this is real. Your your used pussy is in my face and just dripping, and you taste different and everything else, and it's just like, 
okay, no, this is real. You were just with another guy and you like, there's no denying that like whatsoever. And I think it's the final moment where we're actually able to connect and we're touching and we're together in the moment together, but that other guy is still there yeah, in yeah, a yeah, sense, I guess. Right. No, absolutely. And then, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I think that's, I mean, one the of the ways of that I've kind of explained it and the, the rationale that, that I've put on it, and we had this conversation earlier, where especially for the husbands that have chosen not to play or were pl- with them playing with another woman is not a part of their dynamic. It's like so much of this lifestyle is between your ears. You know, it's, it's when you're thinking, where's the wives? You get mm-hmm. that physical outlet. Right. You know, like, yeah, yeah, you can talk about it. Yeah, you can fantasize. But you actually have that moment where you're with a bull and you're getting fucked. Right. You know I mean, where it's, it's, there's no more talking. It's mm-hmm. all physical. Like, you get that physical right. outlet. But the husbands don't really get, get to experience right. that. And so, and act like, clean up like you said, even though the guy may not be there, a piece of him, a part of him is still there. And a part of him is included. And for the husbands, you know, it's a physical example, a physical interaction. And, you know, it's a physical outlet that they get very, very little of. So the little bit they get, they have a tendency to, like, really go for it because there's not much on that list that they get to experience where, like I said, whereas you, you get, you have a long list of what you can do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, (laughs) yeah, so it it was just important for me to have you on to talk about that just to let people know that, hey, there are guys out there who are not in cuckold couples who enjoy cleanup and and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure that there are other, you know, husbands out there who are listening who view themselves as stags and who see themselves as stags and, and they enjoy it as well. And I hope that they're listening, like nodding their head, like, yeah, right on. Like, yeah, it, just because I enjoy that, you know, doesn't make me a cuck. Not that there's anything wrong with being a cuck, but I just want right. people to know that that is not what defines you. Like being a cuck has nothing to do with liking chastity or liking humiliation or, you know, liking cleanup. You know, being yeah. a cuck is about the power exchange involved and the fact that she's the one that's running it and everything else stems from that um so thank you for for being you know for being honest and 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 talking about that um now one of the things that i'm curious to hear you talk about is um like i said i I met you guys on on twitter and i know that you you do have an OnlyFans, and matter of fact that's how i found out how much your husband enjoys cleanup is, you know there are scenes in some of your videos where he does it and i was like wow he's really anxious yeah you know like he's not like he's he's like jumping at the mm-hmm. opportunity like i could feel it in his energy just from watching right. so i'm just curious how did the only fans think like how did you get to the point where you're like hey not only do we do this but you know what i want to show the world that this is what we do like how did that so- come about so it was probably after our first um, uh, lifestyle uh, resort that we went to um, about a year ago, a year ago this month. Um, we had always, like, joked about it because we had already, you know, like, with our experiences, like, we would take videos of, like, and have them for, you know, us. And and I enjoyed to share that, like, even before, like, mm-hmm. Right. Potential of like possibly making a little bit of money 
uh, came to fruition, like I enjoyed sharing, like right. my wife's hot, like <laughs> I, you know, I wanted to show you off, and whether that you know was Twitter or Reddit right. at the time or whatever, just yeah. posting yes. pics, and then yeah, then we went on this trip and met um, a couple, and um, they were great. Like they like we met them um, on one of the excursions we went on, and they were just super cool, and they were. Um, he, the husband was always taking sexy pictures of his wife. Like, mm-hmm. and I was just like, well, this is fun. Like, this is cool. Like they had a sexy, like, um, like social media page and, and they um, had so much fun doing it. They had so much it. fun and doing like, it and watching them do it. I'm like, okay, well. We've already dabbled and we're like, well. Why don't we do this too? And they're like, well, yeah, do well, why not, you know, share and, you know, potentially, you know, whatever you're sharing. Right. And so, so it's, it's really not about the money because we no. thoroughly enjoy this lifestyle yeah. like uh, as is, but it's an added bonus. I mean, it allows for more lingerie. And every, it's just, yeah, it's yeah, fun. Stress, but uh, yeah, so after we got home and I was like, okay, like, so Six year, so when I was like what eight, eighteen probably he would. We had a Reddit for a white like six years like mm-hmm. ago, um, and I would let him kind of do that, and I'd send him his, send him pictures, and he'd kind of post them, and I kind of didn't really, didn't have much to do with it. And then after this trip, I was like, okay, you know what? Let's just why not? We'll make a spicy Instagram, see how it goes, and just kind of went from there, and then. Um, I wasn't really ready to make the jump for OnlyFans yet. Like, we'd always, like, talk about it. But I was like, eh, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not. I don't know. Um, I was actually more afraid to be found out, to be honest. Because right. um, I was trying to take that into a factor of, like, am I really ready for people I know to find me? Which, yes, I just prepare yourself. It will happen. It has happened. Luckily, knock on wood, it hasn't happened with um, family yet. But... Um, yeah, I feel like after that, we're like, all right, let's just, what do we, what, why not? Let's just see what happens. So it was something, and it's been like way better, like initially thinking about it, like, yeah, we joke about it, but wouldn't do it. And then now that we've done it, it's actually like something fun we get to do together mm-hmm. and has brought us even closer, you know, even just, you know, just as close as when we get the experiences that we do. Um, so that's been really fun. It's been more fun for us. Like, yeah, it just brings us together. And and because before, like, I, I'll be honest, I didn't really love, like, watching myself on camera. I, like, was like, I don't want to see it. I'd let him, mm-hmm. you know, do his thing and watch it, whatever. And I didn't like to watch myself. And then now I've gotten to a point where I do. And um, it's been a fun thing we get to do together. Mm-hmm. So that's been, that's been cool. Yeah. I mean, not that you weren't not confident before but it certainly right. has only helped your confidence right. and yeah and then now it's like you know again it's all extra but when you know you're you go from like posting every once in a while every once in a blue moon mm. on reddit to like you know having true fans that you know expect something it's uh i wouldn't say it feels like work but um no, you can say it, that. It does. It, it does. Um, it's, it's, but now it's like... Like you said, they're expectations. Yeah. Very, yes. And it's actually like it's as fun as it is, as great as it is, but it's also like I'm a I'm a people pleaser. And so like it's it can be like... Yeah. yeah like, it can be oh, a little, they paid, like, you know, a stressful. subscription for the it's month like, and you okay. want to give them a good product. Like, yeah. it, you know, you get on there and some people, you know, will post heavily for a little while and then like are just ghosted and then like their fans are paying money. And it's like, 
we, I, I think, I don't yeah, think, yeah, you're just, you know, she's just such of a, uh, I, I mean, we both are like, we're, we're to the point where we said, I think that was also another dilemma on signing up for it. It's like, okay, we got to make sure we can have, commit. can commit to this because yeah, uh, people are paying money and, right. yeah, and, and, um, uh, I, I would say we have committed well and do put out a, a good product and it's been fun doing that together because mm. yeah. And certainly, yeah, you would never even look at your well, your videos and stuff yeah, before. Right. And now, like, you enjoy, oh, yeah, you edited it this way. And, yeah, right. that looks hot. And, yeah. So, b- before I let you guys get out of here, because I always try to be mindful of, of the time. Like I said, you have a lot of couples that, that listen to this podcast who are who are just kind of starting out. Yeah. And they're still trying to find their way and still trying to figure out, is this for them? can this work is this sustainable so what would your advice be to those couples and more specifically those wives who their husband just presented this to them Mm -hmm. and they're trying to figure out and make sense of it all what kind of words of wisdom would you have for them i would say to start like if your you know husband has just brought this on to you like just know it's normal to be like, at first, you're like, wait a second. Like, if, if this is your first time hearing about it, um, it's normal to be like, wait a sec. Like, I don't know that I, you know, want to do, I don't know that I'm into that. Like, give yourself grace, like, in, you know, be open-minded, but also, as a husband, be so patient. Like, I was super lucky to have my husband be incredibly patient with me and be super reassuring because it's, it doesn't happen overnight. Like this Mm. is over time. Like this took me a few, a few years. I mean, and maybe I'm, you know, it took me longer than some and, and that's okay because I feel like if, and then also too, knowing that we brought this up earlier that it, it could just be a fantasy and that your significant other, this may not be their fantasy and, and you have to be okay with that and respect that and just um, kind of understand where they're coming from too. But um, when you are ready to make that, you know, jump and you're ready to do it, doing it together and make sure you're both in the right, you're on the same page. You set up those like boundaries, rules that you have, you know, going into it because you don't want to get yourself in a situation where, you know, you didn't talk about something prior to and you're just kind of in the moment and, so I think it's super important to have that in place beforehand before you decide to um, open up your relationship and just communicate. Like that's the biggest thing is communicating to each other because that is, yes, it's hard, but it also makes it a better experience for both of you because you're both on the same page and you, um, yeah, you can, it just makes it an overall better experience for everybody. Okay, and same question to you, see, like what for the husbands out there that are thinking and wondering and and replaying it in their mind, what kind of helpful words would you have to I was to literally know? just thinking, okay, I'm going to add on this, and then she said it, and then I was going to add on this, and then she said, she literally covered it all, but it, it comes down to communication. She can't read your mind, and I yeah. fell into that trap thinking, oh, I've, I've read all these, you know, uh, blogs and everything else, and she has an idea what it is. No, you need to talk. You just have that yeah. open communication. Again, realize it may not be her fantasy. It might become her fantasy, but mm-hmm. if it never does, 
be okay with that because yeah, uh, you can't force somebody yeah. to like something. And so, yeah, to pay, ev- literally everything she said to patience and communication and uh, just be happy for what you have right. as well. Like, uh, I, I think it said already, but yeah, th- this should be an added bonus and right. it's an amazing bonus, but it shouldn't be the, I don't think it should be a basis of a right. relationship, but right. at least it wouldn't 100%. work for us, but it right. may work for some, but right. yeah. And then also to just add on to like, make sure, um, yes, it's, it's, you want to do it for your husband, but also make sure that like, no, like you're, you're on board too. Don't just go and jump into it and just be like, okay, only do this for my husband. And, you know, like, I think it's important to, to, you know, make sure you're, you're comfortable and mm. you're, you're both on the same page and you don't get yourself into a Certainly. Situation. Cause I don't think you enjoyed it until you started doing it for yourself. Right. So do it for yourself. Don't do it. Yes. As much as you want to please your husband and I'm happy to please you. It's just, don't go into this for that reason only. Mm-hmm. Um, do it for, for you too. And then, and add, and then together being able to like, um, enjoy it together. Now, and and thank you both for, for sharing that. There is one thing that I did want to get to before I let you get out of here, just because I feel like it's an important thing to uh, discuss. Um, I'm just going to say two words to you and let you speak on your experience with it. Um, and you can talk about how you dealt with it before and maybe what your views are mm-hmm. on it now. And that's uh, slut-shaming. Like, is it something that you've personally experienced? And have you now gotten to the point where you kind of claimed the power back from that? And, like, it's something that you wear proudly now. Like, what are your thoughts on that word 100%. and that practice? Um, I, we, we touched on this earlier, but, like, for me, like, um, like in high school, like that was like, girls are mean. Mm-hmm. And then, but that's, was their like go to like, Oh, you're, you know, you talk to however many guys, you're just a slut. And so that's like growing up. That's what you're, it's a bad, like a bad thing. Right. And like, I got that in high school and you know, I was just like, it was always so negative that like, I didn't understand. I'm like, man, but I'm not, but, but like, Every, you know, that's all you would hear. But now it's just like, no, embrace your inner slutness because it's, you know, it's amazing. And um, it's it's not what you, you know, like what people make it out to be. Like this yeah. is like. Well, we know that the, the BS that's spewed right. is that, you know, men will fuck a slut, but a man can't love a slut. Right. I love my slut. Right. (laughs) And, and, and we, those of us who have been fortunate enough to find our way into this lifestyle, we know that that's a bunch of bullshit. Right. You know, here you are a, a, a happily married couple deeply in love with one another. Right. And, you know, you live your life in a way that even people on the outside looking in would be like, Oh my gosh, she's such a slut. And, but yet, right. Yes, you are, but it's it's an empowering thing to you now. Yes. Like I'm getting what I want, right? And you, my right. husband is encouraging me to get mm-hmm. what I want, and I have his love and support. Right. And I'm not going to let anybody make me feel bad about 100%. it anymore. Like that makes it like 
it's like the crazy thing. Once you actually like, I'm not a selfish person, but like once you are a little selfish in this, like it makes such a difference, especially when you have your partner that is so supportive and encourages it and loves it that you're like, oh, hell yeah. doesn't matter what anybody thinks. Uh, Exactly. No, absolutely. Well, look, I want to thank you both um, for coming on. Before I let you get out of here, how can people find you on Twitter? So my Twitter handle is, it's a little different than my other one, but it's FT um, Flirty Hot Wife. And then... And I'll spell that for the people. It's at F-T-F-L-I-R-T-Y hot wife. H-O-T-W-I-F-E. No hyphens or underscores or crazy symbols or anything. Nothing crazy. F-T flirty hot wife. Yes. And there they can also find the link to your OnlyFans if they so choose to. If they so choose to. If they so choose to to look. (laughs) Well, thank you both very much for for coming on and and being so candid and, and kind of, you know, sharing your truth with, with all my listeners, you've both been a, a, a delight to talk to. Um, in closing, anything either one of you want to say? No, I thank you uh, for having us, and I'm glad we got to uh, give a little insight to all your listeners. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you very much. And before I get out of here, I just want to give a, a, a heartfelt thank you to my Patreon supporters. You guys know that um, if it was not for your continued support that I wouldn't be able to continue doing this. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Um, for those of you who are not yet Patreon supporters, like I always say, maybe this will be the episode that makes you say, you know what, we like what that Michael C. guy is doing and we want to support him so that he can continue doing it. Um, so behalf, on behalf of my guests, C and T, I am your host, Michael C. This has been another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast, and I will see you when I see you. Peace.